We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the culture and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples across the nation. talking about let's just start again (laughs) (laughs) bonus session two (laughs) is that better (laughs) so much (laughs) this is part two of the mangrove mountain bonus special that we released last weekend where we get to talk about our nerdy research a little bit more (laughs) And how that ties in with what these dead people were talking to you about. (laughs) That's not a very delicate way of putting it, but is that about You've been hanging around for me too much, you can tell. (laughs) (laughs) So these dead people were saying uh, they told you their names. Mm. So if you remember um, back to bonus part one. Yep. And I took you through... uh, the, some of the conversations and some of the spirits that we met that night. And if you remember, I talk about um, these boys that we meet in one of the bedrooms. Yes. And there were three boys the and brothers. I knew that they were three brothers. Right. Um, and the name that kept coming up when Kim, the owner of the house, asks me, do we have a name? And I keep saying I hear the name. I, keep, I say I keep hearing the name Owen. Yes. So I don't know who that is. So, Laura, what did we find? Well, we Googled and we found that the Andrews family that owned the house at the time. Who sold it to the now owner. Yes. um, They had a son called Owen. They had a son called Owen. They did. They did. Out of like nine kids or something that they had. Yes. And one of the sons is Owen. So that was cool to see that in black and white. That was very cool. And that was like goosebumps. Yep. That was so cool. That find was just like. <gasps> you found him. Had they known that when you spoke to them? Had they no. seen that? Okay. That was cool. That would have been cool for you to tell them. Yeah, absolutely. So Aww. I sent them a bit of a report of um, all of our validations and confirmations and potential validations, which I'm about to talk about in a second. Yes, we'll get there. Um, so Owen um, was born in Gosford in 1897 and died in Gosford in 1987. Wow. Yeah. It's quite um, a ripe old age for back then. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't able to find out anything else to validate him in terms of petty crime and things like that and lighting fires because I, I remember him being really wanting to light fires and, and told me that he was a bit of a naughty boy. <laughs> so I wasn't able to find any records because that's where I originally went to see if I could find um, any newspaper reports or any police oh, reports okay. or anything on incidences in the area and I couldn't validate any of that. Um and I also looked into all of the other siblings of Owens to see who the brother was that um, had the army or the military oh, kind right. of. right. That's right. Yeah. He, he was a bit inclined to want to keep everything tidy and make his bed and shine his More shoes and shave his head. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't able to find any records. And I did look in um, the, um, the, the military, uh, what's it called? Um, 
Uh, They're records of the names. Yeah. Uh, the people who serve, it's like yeah. a, but it ended up being an American publication that I clicked on. So it was oh. the same name, but, oh, okay. um, American war, no. not Australian. So it was a bit of a rabbit hole, that one, bit yeah. of a wild goose chase, but I thought it was really cool that Owen being one of the brothers of the original family, um, the Andrews family. And that was confirmed. And then in that room too, um, there is a man named Andrew who comes through who's not a, a related to the Andrews. but no, he his was, first name was Andrew. His first name was yep. Andrew. And um, I so he gives me an idea that he would have had some kind of um, accident with some kind of buggy or a horse and cart or something and, and it was a head trauma that killed yep. him. And yep. so we did some more detective work and in births, deaths and marriages, uh, the only name Andrew that I was able to find um, was a man who was walking along the side of the road and was struck by a, um, a motor vehicle. Um, mm. while he was crossing the railway. So I'm not entirely sure if that was the Andrew and it would be really just grasping yeah. for me to be, yeah, that's Andrew because I'm not <laughs> convinced it is, but that was the only Andrew that I could find, unfortunately. But then um, I went on to looking for Patricia and Patricia was the young Poor girl. Patricia. Yeah, Patricia was the young girl who showed up dripping wet and her yeah. she was tell, she'd showed me that her dad had uh, drowned her to death. Um, for finding out that she was quite promiscuous yep. um, and that she was a lot younger than she looked um, and she was sad but she was taken under Andrew's wing. And what I was able to find was some information on... There was a history of a green man's inn. It was a drinking place in Mangrove Creek mm. and around 1928 people started speaking of seeing a ghost of a woman. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, a young girl in a nightgown. Um, and um, they do say that she was appear, she would appear with a newly born baby. So I'm not sure if this is Patricia. Mm, okay. But like I said to you, what I found and what I said to Kim, the owner, was, you know, I find it, um, you know, quite coincidental that yeah. that this young girl was telling me that she she was this promiscuous woman with the people in the area and in one of the articles that I found about the Green Man's Inn, they say there were few women visitors, although it is said that the girls, barmaids and chambermaids who waited upon the rough customers were brought to Mangrove Creek, drugged and kidnapped. Um They were brought there drugged and kidnapped to wait upon them. Um I'm not sure. That sounds grim. Lynch law was the order of the day. A youth from up the river accused of an alleged serious offence upon one of the girls of the inn was tied down to the rocks by the river bank at low tide and gradually drowned by the incoming tide. And um, that's brutal. Yeah. And I cut it off here, but it says his dying struggles were watched by an interested and then it trails off and I can't see what it says. Oh, wow. Um, But I feel like uh, that may have been... Patricia helping me try to understand what happened to Patricia because wow. what's interesting for me when I do these kinds of investigations is that I trust the spirit will show me the information that I need. Yep. And it can't be random that I just happen to stumble across an article that talks about people being drowned in the river and women who are a bit yep. promiscuous and yep. it's in Mangrove Creek and it's at the same time as when Patricia would have been there. Yep. Um. So it was a known way for people to kill someone, yeah, tying them up and letting them drown in the creek. And I think Kim talked about that, didn't she? Like, oh. she, I think that um, she was Maybe aware she of a certain history, yeah. Yeah. some of the history with the things that had happened there 
that weren't too great. Because mm. I did, I kind of was, um, I think she probably mentioned it when, when I brought up Patricia. I can't remember. But I felt like when I, when I read it, I'd heard it before. Yeah, okay. That could mean anything with Yeah, you. it could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You don't know where your information comes from. No, you I don't. And I don't know how I know what I know or when I knew it. It would blur for you, I suppose. But, yeah, that's fascinating that there's that history and she that's exactly what she was showing you. Mm, yep. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's, there's just too many parts of it. And I I also don't give myself as much credit, like that much credit. It's just like, okay, well, in saying that, like I'm just me and I'm in this house and I can't do everything and I can't know everything and for what I got that night, it's pretty good, you know, like it, yep. it's it's that's good enough for me to get, pushed in the right direction or be taken to the right direction to do a bit of investigation to then find out more of the missing pieces of the puzzle. And if I'm not happy with the way that spirit has led me to that, then I'd, yeah. I'd be going on forever. Yeah, because you know, you're semi-sceptical yourself really yeah. until you <laughs> look it up, which is what I love about you because, yeah, you're well, not all yeah. in all the time. You've like, well, show me more or I'm going to look that up or for yeah. validation. Yeah. Yeah. Because who I doesn't like that. to be validated? Yeah, well, the, you bring up a good point yet again. <laughs> but I just love that you're like, well, I need some evidence, please. Mm. Give me more. Yeah, and it's only like people who have passed over that I'm like that with. With spirit oh. guides, I don't do that. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then why don't you tell them about oh, Mr. Um, so when you were in the room and you were talking about um, seeing a man with a moustache, she mm-hmm. was quite aristocratical in appearance aristocratical aristocratical <laughs> that's an, it's now a word um but you were talking about he was quite powerful and he and commanding and uh the people that lived in the house made special allowances for him they would tobacco for the yeah, pipe yep yeah, they would save that for him um and he would offer them protection by means of financial security yeah. or protection there was something. Um, but the way that you described him and you kept coming up with the word Kelly and you were also saying that there's something with his name on it or his name is still around. So I'm pretty sure I Googled and you Googled as well. And the photograph um, as well. Like yep, they show me a photograph. Yep. But they show me a photograph. They well, show me what he looked like. You described it. But then when I saw it, did I send you the photo or you sent me the photo? I think we but, sent it at the same time. Yep. And it said there's this guy with the surname Kelly and then the photo was just exactly how you described it. So we'll put that up on the Instagram. And the moustache is there. The, the twiddled up moustache and the hoity-toity pose of his face. And he's very aristocratical. Oh, <laughs> you will have to have a look and tell us what you think. But it was fantastic. Um, not only was his name there, but um, so this guy, the moustache man, shall we call him, his name is Joseph Kelly but his father is Edward Kelly and he was one of the owners of a lot of the land in Mangrove Creek. So um, When the settlers first came. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly for, from when they, yeah, yep. settled. Mm. You're quite right. And so I could imagine he would be full up on power from his father being a powerful man and he would do what he was doing as part of his job. Mm. But then also he was one of the founding members of Norco Company up north. Mm-hmm. He moved up to the Tweed or Byron area. Yep. Um, what else did you find? So he was elected into the New South Wales Legislative Assembly. 
as the protectionist member. Um, and he was in there for, um, about five years. And, and I feel that that's probably about the time that when I was being given the information that I was given about what the trade-off was like, so they would give him the tobacco and they would look after him when he came. And it was a little bit of, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And it was in, in, um, trade-off for the protection or for against government taxes or something like that. And so then when we found that, um, Joseph was a, uh, member of the legislative assembly and working for the land, yeah, that made so much more sense to me in terms of, well, that's what he would have been doing for them. And it would have been a little bit of bribery. Right. What were they doing? What were the family doing that they needed protection? Um, I really feel that it had something to do with the Indigenous because right. I kept getting that underlying sense that um, a lot of people around the area had a bit of a problem with the family because yep. of their their um, their attitude towards the Indigenous and how they would allow them, even they, they would allow one of the ladies into their home, yes. honey, Yep. Um, and they would allow them to work for them. They would accept things from them. They would trade with them. Yep. They and that wasn't a done thing back then. No. Okay. And I really think that um, I was thinking about this the other night when um, – remember when, when I was talking about the um, forced abortions, like where – Yes. I think that Honey might have had something to do with the women who – Caring for them. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So I think that maybe the family also may have looked after some of these people or helped Honey look after them. Uh-huh. Which is interesting that this guy that was protecting them kind of sounds like a nice thing to do because he would have been aware of that and he was protecting them. Uh, I think I feel because he wasn't there. I was getting no. my information from yep. another source. Yeah. Um, I feel, though, that he would probably have been more actually I will make it look like it's a nice thing to do but it's really the benefits that he was getting f- for doing it. Oh, okay. Like I think he I think he was probably a little bit of an egoist. So he was – well, that's the way you were describing him but mm. then the way that you just laid that out that he was affording them protection but it was only because but he was demanding things. Yeah, it's almost just like when you have to pay protection money to the freaking bikies or something, you know, yeah. like – Okay. It's it's more a matter of like if you give me what I want, then I'll be quiet and I'll turn ahead that you're doing this on the land. Ah, oh, gotcha. Maybe I just have a naive brain to begin with. That's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a baby. B one and B two. Yay! All right. And then oh, what? Stop it. Oh, did you like that? <laughs> My husband who edits. This, he's our sound man and many other things, but he had fun doing the loop and mm-hmm. isolating the sound and I hope it didn't freak you out too much because when he was doing it over and over and over in our house, I just told him <laughs> we're going to have to cut that out. But he, you know, he found that interesting. Mm-hmm. He couldn't explain it. Yeah. He thought it was me as well initially and then... Because it sounds yep. so much like you, mm. I have to admit. Like I honestly thought it was you and then I was like, no, but I think she laughs like over the top of it. So I was trying to figure out how I could slow it down on my phone and obviously it's not the greatest technical piece of equipment to yeah. to, to separate sounds and, and make one go slower and faster or whatever. Mm, but the stop was... it, what we what we understand from that is it happens at the beginning of the session. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, and it's when I'm talking about wanting to pick up the dolls that we see. Yes. And 
not being able to, like I really wanted to, but I just felt like I wasn't allowed to. I felt like I couldn't. And I say this in the audio and the video. Um, and then when we listened back, that stop it actually comes just after I say that it's like the woman that says, stop it is saying, stop making, like stop it as in stop making fun of the dolls or stop going near the dolls. And I, and I just knew that I couldn't go over there. Um, so I think it's really cool that that, that happened at that time, because for me, from an energetic standpoint, it totally allows me to understand why I felt that barrier that just said, no, you can't do that. Like, sure. I think I've spoken about that barrier before, Yep. how sometimes yep. I just can't go into certain spaces or stay at certain places or do certain things. And I don't know what it is or why, and I don't really question it. It's just you to, honor that feeling. You pay attention to it. Well, I do, but it's also almost like I can't question it. The ability to question it eludes me. It's almost like it's just oh, like I can't go there. Thought. Yeah, it's like a compulsion. Like I can't. An anti-compulsion or a compulsion not to do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I can't even entertain the thought as to why and I don't find it frustrating. It's just like I can say I want to do that but I can't and not feel emotionally frustrated by that or try and figure out in my head why I can't. Yeah, you're not the petulant child going, why can't I do it? I'm yeah. going to do it anyway. You just go, oh, okay. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. And so to hear that stop it loud and clear at that point in time for me was like, okay, cool, that explains why I couldn't do That's it. That's why I didn't. Yeah. But it makes me wonder whether or not other times I wish that I could record other times and, and capture on audio how many times spirit are actually talking to me like that yeah, when I can't do things. No one heard that at the time. No, <laughs> but so it cool. is loud and clear for everyone to hear, which you have all heard. So who do you think that was, Tracy? Good old Beryl. That's you who think I think it was. Beryl, the big scary doll. Yes. That was handmade. Yes. For Kim. Yes. So... She had friends and family, I think, make it for her and, and we'll put a photo up. Yes. But Ooh, just one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to show Beryl in all her glory. She yes. is. She's oozing glory these she's days. She's fantastic. She's fabulous. <laughs> she, she needs a bit of a patch she's job. Great extra. She's cute. Um, but the reason why they called her Beryl, because she's got a name tag that says Beryl, and the reason why they called her that was apparently the school that uh, originally existed yes. not too long, not too far from the house, um, had a headmistress there named Beryl. And Beryl was very protective of the children apparently and there was a mass um, sort of, I don't know, illness, illness that, yep. that, that sort of... Um, Went through the school and wiped out lots of kids. Yeah. And so I feel like um, when they brought this doll into the house, they decided to name it Beryl because they placed her in the room with all of the dolls um, and they named her Beryl after the headmistress because she's there looking after all of the, the dolls, the kids. Uh, and so uh, having, a, having uh, an object that you have in your home that you – especially uh, like a doll that you allow to represent someone who used to exist makes it very easy and very attractive for a spirit like Beryl. For the actual spirit of actual Beryl. Yes. To inhabit that 
actual doll. Not to inhabit the doll, but to inhabit the space where the doll is. Oh, it's like she's called to that area because mm. it represents her. Because you're feeling and thinking about her spirit sure. okay. when you're yep. with that doll. Mm. Wow. And so I feel that when they were telling us that, uh, yeah, this is Beryl and, and we named her Beryl and she's a gift, uh, would have brought Beryl in and she might have... Wanted to tell me to stop it. That's so spooky. It is a little bit spooky, I guess, if you think about it. But she doesn't mean any harm. She's, she's just not sussing. like a giant voodoo doll. No, no, God, no. I'm just like she's just sussing us out, you know. With and who telling us off. <laughs> stop it. Um, oh. Yeah. So I, I think it was Beryl. Okay. I think it had to have been Beryl. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> And you know what I find fascinating because I would have expected someone like yourself to have been able to have heard that on the night. I don't hear like that usually. Mm. So clairaudience uh, happens in many different ways. So I'm clairaudient in my dreams. Uh I'm clairaudient in my mind's eye. So I can hear voices in my visions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's like if you were to sit here for a second and go, okay, now imagine Luciana's voice in your head. Yes. Yeah. That's how I the memory hear. of it. Well, for you me re- it would be the memory, but yeah, for you, but you just yeah. heard it in your head, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's how I hear them yeah. speak. I understand, but you you can hear things. I can. Because I remember we had a funny conversation about ringing bells or a siren mm. at one stage, and yeah. So Among can, other times. <laughs> I can hear things, um, but it's not very often. Like it's very rare for yep. me to actually hear things that are happening. I think it's probably mostly my um, my focus when in a, in a space like we were in at Mangrove, I feel that my focus is is very focused on wanting to speak to the spirits who have crossed over and my strongest abilities are clairvoyance, clairsentience and claircognizance. Yep. And so they're the ones that I am very well used to using and I rely on them and I'm quite um I'm quite experienced with them and I don't question them, I trust them. Yeah, you just use them and roll with it and Yeah. yeah. And I feel like sometimes clear audience can just be super distracting. So if we oh, were there that really? night yep. and I had heard you, I had heard that or yep. we had all heard that. Yeah. Um it would have been distracting like the voices that we hear when we go outside. Yeah, all the mumbling. Yeah. Yep. It's that's um that's clairaudient, but it really just detracts from getting to the point of who it is and what's going on. Do you know what just occurred to me? Because we've said it a few times, it sounded like me. If you had heard it, you probably would have discounted it just thinking it was me at the time, even if you had heard it. Would have been very clever of you, though, because you would have been doing two things at the same time. But you weren't really paying attention to me because you were listening and True. thinking and feeling about everything else. So maybe. But, but in saying that, I do say to you, what was that? Did you just hear that? And it was the man outside saying, shh, to the baby. Do you remember that? <laughs> you, no. It's on the audio and what on the baby? video where I, I hear this, shh, and I say to you, what was that? Where'd that come from? Or something like that. And you go, yeah, it was can't remember his name oh yes baby okay okay yes and so I am open to sound and the growl I heard the growl the dog Mm. yeah 
that I freaked out about. I was just like, the last thing we need at this stage of the night is a fucking growl. (laughs) It was (laughs) the cutest dog though. Beautiful dog. Yeah. Um, I think I want one. Oh God, no. Just wait. Just get your elephant house first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Um, So that's Beryl. That's Beryl. And And then little April. Yeah. Yeah. We can't forget April. She sounded really sweet how she was tugging on your hair. That was pretty cool to watch you because you had just finished with meeting all the spirits in the busy room, the three brothers and Andrew and Pigman and and she and you were and Patricia, yes, and you were standing on the border of the like living area where um where we where they all followed you out and the picture that's on our Instagram in the door, the black and white. Photo. That's right. You were standing exactly there, yep. and that was just after April tugged you mm-hmm. on the hair mm-hmm. from behind you because she didn't want to step through that doorway that you're standing in in the photo, mm-hmm. and that was really cute too. And um, and so I feel who is she? I feel that April is connected to the dolls or one of the dolls. Okay. Um, we. We could assume lots of different things of where April's from. Like I know she doesn't belong to the home. She was never a resident of the home. I know that. Yeah. Um, but she could be a resident of the area. She could belong to the land. She could be buried in the cemetery just next door. It would be cool when we go back to have a look for a little tombstone yeah. Oh, we April. will be like photographing the <laughs> crap out of those tombstones to try and cross-reference anything that we can find. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't find an April in any of the birth, deaths and marriages uh, records that we looked through as well. Like I yep. I screened those like no tomorrow to try and find ways sure that I could validate for Kim. Um, but I really feel that April is probably connected to the dolls and is simply there because of the dolls. Yes. Uh, and like I was explaining to you a little bit earlier about what do I mean by that? Like, how does that yes. happen? Is she there because the dolls are there? Like, did she come after the fact when the dolls are there? Is she just a random? Did she own one of the dolls? Yeah. So Kim, the owner of the house, bought each doll from places like thrift stores, secondhand stores, garage sales. She was given one yep. of the dolls, I believe. Um and so when we when we bring things into our home that come from places like that, we do risk the we do run the risk of bringing in energy that's attached to those items. And there can be full spirit entities that are attached to items. So I don't know where April came from. I don't know which doll she was attached to because she certainly didn't make herself known to any of the specific dolls that I talked to. (laughs) Um, But I really feel that April was there. It is there because of a doll or the dolls. Well, that's where she was though too as well. She was hanging around where the dolls are. But she didn't, was she, when she appeared to you, she wasn't holding any one of them in particular. She didn't reference any one of them. No. It's just where she was. Yeah. It's just the location of where she was. How old would she have been? Maybe five. What'd she look like? She had dark brown hair and a fringe, like a little bob cut. Oh, um, sounds cute. She's wearing um, like a, a lemony coloured dress. Like a cotton? Mm, mm, maybe it's cotton. It looked, um, it had like lace sort of. Not lace, but scalloped. Oh wow! Um, edges like down the bottom. Old fashioned, like what yeah. era? Um, old, old. Um, maybe fifties. Okay, not too old. 
So she would have been young in the 50s. Okay. Um, so I have she, no yeah. way of knowing how she passed away. Um, I feel like maybe scarlet fever or something like that because now that I'm looking back at that memory of connecting to her, she um, had flushed cheeks oh, okay. um, and there was something about her throat that bothered her, like it was sore and oh. and swollen and... Um, not like the rest of the kids from the school. No, different. She different didn't again. belong to the kids from the yeah, school. Yeah, okay. Um, she was very much on her own, very much on her own. Um, like almost like one of the little children that just wouldn't know where to yeah. be. So yeah. this is where they are. Yeah. And it's a great place. It's not her mum and her dad. She's not with her family who mm. would be in spirit by now more than likely. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they're really old. Mm. Um, maybe they're not in spirit. Maybe they're still here and when they die, she'll be able to go and be with them. I don't know. But that house is not a bad place for her to be. Right. You yeah. know, it's got beautiful energy in it. It's a beautiful home that they've made there with babies and animals. and Those sisters will look after her. <laughs> Absolutely. And she's got Beryl. She's Beryl got toys. She does, dolls. Yeah. Um, so it's possible that she was in one of these secondhand shops attached to... The dolls. Very likely. Followed the doll home in the back seat. Very likely. There you go. There you go. I can just see everybody looking around at their home going, okay, that is gone. That is gone. That is gone. (laughs) Can we go sage everything now? Is that what we can do? Yeah, you can sage stuff. You can also just sometimes now put two and two together. Like some people might be going, Oh my God, since I brought that home, yep. this has been happening. Now it makes total sense. Like you can join the dots because yep. like Kim, this does not freak her out. No. None of the activity in this house bothers Kim. She really just asked us to go there. They welcome it. If to anything. understand what's going on and hoping that they haven't upset anyone. Yes, they were concerned they that they had upset them. They did not want anyone to move on. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Like each to their own. That's Some right. people, they just, yep. can't, they just can't do it. No matter whether it's <laughs> April or Joseph B. Kelly or Owen, it doesn't matter who it is. They just can't do it. And that's totally cool as well. Absolutely. Hmm. I think that would be the more common response, to be honest. Yeah. It doesn't need to be, but yeah, probably No, is. it doesn't need to be, yeah, but, it's, right. you know, it's, it is what it is. Maybe less and less so one day. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> after this episode. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's our findings from that investigation. And we have been invited back to do more. So I'm going to take Laura cemetery hunting. Oh, God. And old schoolhouse hunting. Yes. And you wanted to go up the mountain. You're a little bit obsessed with going up the mountain. I am a little bit. Up further. So we'll do that. I'll take you up there. Yep. And in the daytime, because yeah. I want to see that we area. might do day and then just into the night as well and go back to the house. Yeah. Um, there Let's are camp some. camp out there in the bushes. I'm joking. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you just go as if I would do that. I would camp in their front it, or in their backyard. I would I, not. Really? Mm. Mm. We'd just be protected. Oh my God. What? No, we're not I having a party there. I just remembered. <laughs> what? Kim this week sent me through some photos she took of that backyard area and the veranda this week yep. that happened to capture a couple of things. Since we've been there. Like oh. this was on the, this is during the week. I haven't even seen them. No, I just remembered. How do you forget these things, honestly? Well, I have a lot. <laughs> I do. have a lot. Okay, all right. Well, we might put some of these photos up as well. Do we have permission yet? 
Yes, Maybe we should. she's oh, more than happy for Kim, us Kim, you're to... a legend. Thank you. <laughs> the whole family is. The, and Kim's sisters were amazing and Lauren that was there listening to a bit of the audio back, especially when Matt was doing the loop of the, the Stop It and how the, the sisters were like, I told you about those dolls. You shouldn't have been. <laughs> I warned you about them. <gasps> oh. So I just showed Laura the photo. It shut which... me up. <laughs> she turned the phone around and showed me the photo. <laughs> there is a misty kind of figure on the front veranda. Well, I can I can see um, a white blob. What <laughs> what can you see? You see a mist. So it's, like, it's like a white mist. It's not just an insect or a dust. No, not like that. Particle. It's too. It's long. It's, it's a elongated. Ba- the bandwidth is probably too thick. And it's for just a bug. A, like a diagonal line, though. It's not an outline of a body. No. So I mean, when we take photos on phones, it's a little bit harder to um, really investigate them. And there's also a couple of photos of the area that we were just talking about that I would camp on. Mm-hmm. And whilst Solo. Kim was concerned about the green lights that she captured, I reminded Kim or I told Kim that they're actually lens flares. Yes. So I'm going to put up a few of those photos over the next few weeks onto oh, Instagram so that people can understand. But what what took my interest was actually that. Mm-hmm which is another oh more of a dense white patch yeah more is of a that mist right near the tree that you were saying yes, there was it's a ex- it's yeah. that exact tree cuz i was taking photos <laughs> that night when you were pointing at it i was i was taking photos and i got nothing uh-huh it's cuz i'm shira mm-hmm. so there are other things that um cool. that have just come through this week that i'm yet to really properly um look at and and decide what I think of them. Yeah. Um, but the way that I do it is through feeling and I don't just look at the photo and go, oh, yeah, that's what that is. I look at the photo and I connect to the energy in the photo and that's just what I haven't had time to do yet. But I will and I will put all that stuff on Instagram. Thanks, Tracy. Hey. And thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, the ghoulies. Thanks for listening. Ciao.